Okay, listen up. Before we start this, understand what it is. The Spartan Pledge is a battle drill. It's what to do when you don't know what to do. Remember that. I will be the last to fall. Two things every warfighter needs. I won't shed a tear for them to see. Is a battle buddy and a mission. Repeat after me. I will not take my own life by my own hand. I will, I will not take, take my, my own life, life by my own hand. hand. Until I talk to my battle buddy first. Until I talk to my battle buddy first. My mission, my mission is to find a mission. Is to find a mission. To help my warfighter family. To help my warfighter family. Thank you. You've now taken the Spartan Pledge. Don't let it die here. You are now authorized to go and tell other people, other warfighters. You don't take it for yourself, you take it for them. It's an agreement so they know where to go when they're having problems. Take this, go give it to others. All the way. Make it happen. Give it to others. Make it happen. DV Radio. Please remember the views and opinions expressed by this show or any other show on DV Radio and its guests are strictly those of said individuals and do not reflect those of the DV Radio staff nor the staff of dysfunctional veterans. I am the first dick in your ear, Bonerwood, so it's going to be a hard one tonight. Now, God damn it, Bo, that's just not even fair. This is Bags Talk. This is inside the nuthouse, man. We got Sergeant Wardog. Oh, I just broke out of the rubber room, dog. The bacon man himself, oink. You are truly putting the D in the B when it comes to DV radio. Mr. Recall. I prefer to be referred to as belly and down. And don't know where the fuck Google is. I told you it's my computer, it's not me. That's exactly how I feel. We probably had a few too many to drink, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 20 bucks, 20 bucks. Can I get a thimble full of sweet baby rays, please? We don't have it. Saturday's going to be even more entertaining. Illogical. Oh, wow. We still have the DD radio store for those wondering. Shit's still there. You can buy shit. Mine shit's good, okay? Oh, we haven't even gotten there yet. You fucking got <laughs> me there already. Love and military barracks talking around the smoke. How's your back feeling after that penis reduction? Oh, wow. <laughs> You're tuned in to WDVR on DVRadio.net. Because this is how it is on DV Radio. That is how it is right here on WDVR and DVRadio.net. Everything fucks up and we don't know fucking why. But anyway, I'm Bonerwood. It is December 16th, 2023. You're listening to Barry's Talk right here on WDVR, DVRadio.net. Um, this is going to be our last show for uh, a, a little bit, uh, as, as far as a Saturday show, but don't worry, 
We'll be back. We'll talk about that a little bit more here in a few minutes. But before we get to that, we got up in the lovely, beautiful, sunny state of Alaska. That's <laughs> not other than the sunbathing frozen pig man himself. <laughs> Oink! Well, I tell you what, if it gets any goddamn warmer, we're going to be sunbathing. This is a whopping 34 degrees, and I'm sweating my ass off. I ain't going to lie. Jesus, son. <laughs> well, I know last week we're in negatives. This week, yeah, we're, let's go above freezing. Let's do that freeze-thaw bullshit again. <laughs> Climate change, man. Always something. <laughs> I, I tell you what. They wonder why we're fucking sick all the time, too, huh? Oh, fucking. I tell you what, man. This week has been terrible on my body. I mean... You know, it, it was warm, like you said, down here, and then all of a sudden it was, fuck you, we're going to go to the 20s the next fucking night. And I was like, God damn. And I'm, you know, I, I, I don't really get cold as far as, like, temperature-wise, but that's not to say that my injuries uh, from the years and my medical bullshit doesn't get cold, right? Yeah, your joints and shit feel it. Trust me. Absolutely. The arthritis and everything. My fucking, where I broke my wrist when I was younger, my back, especially <laughs> knees. I'm just like, and then I pulled a muscle in my chest today. Like, God, how? How the fuck you pull a muscle in your chest when you ain't even lifting shit? I, I sit here on the couch 24 seven, except the shit. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, uh back down in the swamp ass warmy comment. <laughs> we got none other than the CEO of the Psych Ward himself, the Psych Ward Gang Supervisor, the Marine Crown Eater, Sergeant Wardog. Salute, let's get it on. Oh damn! You should you should have done should done like Marvin Gaye. Let's get it or Barry White. Barry White. I said Marvin Gaye, didn't I? Some bitch. Somebody's gonna be like, Bo just turned racist. He thinks they all sound alike. <laughs> How you doing, War Dog? I'm chilling, brother. Saturday night chilling. I hear you. I hear you. How's your week been, man? Pretty good. Not uh. Not a lot going on. Nothing really to report. Just uh, surviving and taking care of the kids, you know, that sort of thing. I hear you, man. I hear you. Good, good, good. And then um, in my my backwoods, we got this this dude. I, I tell you what, sometimes I don't know what to think because one day he's all like geeky. And then the next day he's like, I'm a working man, man. <laughs> <laughs> It's none other than Watai Woodturnings, Joaquin Watai is Mr. JJ. What's up, man? Dude. What's the time on the lake today? <laughs> That's good. That's good. I'm, I'm glad you got some time in on the lathe. <laughs> Every time I hear lathe, it sounds so sexual. Tell me I'm wrong. Uh, I was rubbing my wood and stuff. <laughs> I mean, really, really, like... You can't get more sexual with a non-sexual word, seriously, than <laughs> lathe. <laughs> lathe. Get lathed. <laughs> Doug, uh, Doug, uh, uh, Doug Miller. Sergeant, Sergeant Doug. We had him mm -hmm. on. His, mm -hmm. his 
name of his company is Get Laid with Tuck. A lot. <laughs> See? Nice. See? The jokes just write themselves with that word. Right? Like, it's nothing you can do. <laughs> like, it's better than food porn. Like, seriously. <laughs> you know what? That's the next fucking parody that's going to happen. Get laid. <laughs> <laughs> They've already had SpongeBob squirt pants or whatever the fuck they call it. <laughs> Dr. Dick for Dr. Hoover's. I don't know what the fuck. Pokemon, Pokeballs, got a fucking. Anyway, I'm going to stop. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, oh, there's a lot of people in chat tonight. Thank you all for joining us. And then, <coughs> excuse me, and then uh, going through all of the social media channels uh, from MBR Radio, it is Mr. Joel. How to unmute. Yeah, he's very muted. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that was Joel. From MBR Radio. <laughs> um, if you haven't gotten your stuff for Christmas yet, uh, I hate to tell you, uh, from the DV Radio store or most other places online, you're probably not going to get it in time for Christmas. Because uh, most people's cutoff dates were December 12th. You might get lucky. I don't know. Uh, but if you don't, sorry. <laughs> I tell you what, I ordered those mugs from Inert Mugs the night of that we had them on, and no shit, they got up here within like three days, dude. I'm not, I'm not shitting you. It was, oh, fucking, shit. it was fucking fast, dude. And you're right, those fucking mugs are phenomenal, dude. I'm telling you, those are some of the most beautiful mugs I've ever seen. I'm not joking. Like that's not because obviously we've had, uh, we had uh, uh, Tyler. Fuck, I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking of what he came in as on Zoom. Um, Tyler of Inert Mugs on, and of course we work with Change and Chain. If I didn't know any of that, I'd be like, holy shit, these are beautiful fucking mugs. They are. I mean, especially for the price yeah. and everything. Yeah, my older, or I should say middle son, if that's what we call him, junior, he ended up uh, taking some of the keychains that he sent with, put on his keychain. <laughs> That's great. That is great. The funny thing was, is he opened it up. He opened the mug up. He looked on the outside of it. He opened the mug up and it had the smoke grenade one in the bottom of that mug. And he's like, wait a minute. This doesn't match. Then he opens up the other one and sees the frag grenade. He's like, oh, that's better. <laughs> so he that's took that great. one. I was like, what the fuck? That's great. Yeah. If, if you didn't know, we had Tyler of Inert Mugs on last week here on Barracks Talk. And uh, we set out a challenge during the show. Uh, it just happened. I just thought of it on the spot. Uh, but we are matching up to $300 at, by the end of the year. If all of, uh, if at least $300 worth of those burn it down tumblers for change and chained from inertmugs.com are sold. Uh, you can also get a free keychain right now. If you go order a, uh, mug of the burn it down by typing in burn it down as the promo code with every purchase of the change and chain tumbler. So get over there. Let's, let's make me have to pay $300 <laughs> extra, <laughs> uh, to help change and chain. I, I really, I, I know it's a, it's a fun little gimmick as far as, you know, us taking pop shots at one another, but it's a serious matter. Uh, we actually do stand by it. And yes, we will add the $300 onto the other amount of money that we've got to send, uh, change and change. And I want to 
do it all at once. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> I don't want to have to do, you know, two or three different uh, transactions, but go to inertmugs.com, get your change unchained tumbler, type in burn it down at the promo as the promo code to get your free keychain and let's help change unchained as well as inert mugs. Half of every sell of the change unchained tumbler or mug goes to change unchained. And that's why I want to at least get $300 more sold by the end of this year. That way we can make sure that, uh, that, uh, Tyler meets his goal and obviously we're helping him and supporting a veteran owned business and a nonprofit and all that good stuff. Um, and what hey, else? Just so you know, real quick off of uh, TikTok, Jen from LTD Tactical, she wanted me to tell you hi and happy holidays. Happy holidays, Jen. Is that what Jen? you said? Yeah, Jen from LTD Tactical. Okay, Jen. Also, right. uh, long work, paranormal. That Jen. Yeah. Oh, okay. Ah, oh, that's Jen. right. Jen, Jen, Jenny, Jen, Jen. How you doing? It's been a minute we, since we talked. Last time I talked to her, the she had started that uh, tactical company, and I think around that time she might have had to go back to the hospital. So I can't remember. Yeah. It's been so long. But if you didn't know, get over there. Check them out. It's a LTD Tactical Long Longhorn Paranormal. Um, she's great. We had her on the show. How long's it been, Oink, JJ? Oh my gosh, it's been a minute. It's yeah, been a at least. She okay. said it's got better when she had. That no, was more than a year because it was height of the pandemic. Ah, oh, that's right. That's right. Yes, it was mask wearing season. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> it was. This is completely worthless, and, do, and we'll do nothing to help you. But you have to do it anyway because the government are morons. Season. <laughs> they're not morons. They're having butt sex in the Capitol. It's okay. Hey, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. That's not morons <laughs> at all. I think it, I think Don't it knock it till you try it. <laughs> well, I am never going to try it. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. That's, I don't like getting a prostate exam. I'm pretty sure I wouldn't want a dick up my ass. Um, <laughs> I mean, Congress is basically doing that to us anyway. So <laughs> no, that's know. true. But it's not Look. like it's something we're not familiar with as as a populace. As veterans. As veterans. <laughs> as veterans, as a populace, as anybody who calls himself American. We're all getting the shaft right now. Um, also, uh, about inert mugs, this week I've had a fucked up week. Like my Crohn's, uh, I had a really bad flare. I'm pretty sure we figured out what was causing it. Um, <clears throat> but I was supposed to add inertmugs.com to the DVR family uh, page on dvradio.net. It's not there yet, but I promise you by Monday, I promise it will be up there by the time I get the uh, podcast out. So just give me some time. <laughs> this week was fuck like it was bad. It was, it was really bad. I was in pain. I couldn't sleep. Um, you know, uh, that's fucking me, right? Um, <laughs> story of my life, brother. Story of my life working those fucking night shifts. I think I got three hours of sleep yesterday and then was right to fuck back up again. Couldn't sleep. Couldn't go back to sleep. Went into work, got home, couldn't fall asleep. I was like, God damn it, man. <laughs> it was one thing after another. <laughs> Dude, I feel you like, well, I told you I went to bed at like mid, well, I went to sleep at midnight, give or take. And then I was up at three o'clock on the dot, like literally on the dot. And I was like trying to lay, you know how you lay there when you wake up and you have your eyes closed and you're trying to go back to sleep and it's just not happening. That oh, was yeah. this morning. 
like my eyes were forcing themselves open. I could not. Yeah, keep that, that, that was me Thursday night. If you want to call it you know, my Friday morning per se, getting ready to go to work. Like I said, I had about three hours of sleep and went to bed at two, got up at five and just laid there in bed. Like go back to sleep, fucker. Go back to mm-hmm. no. Mm-mm. No, <laughs> so I grabbed my phone, surfed it for about an hour. And I was like, Oh shit, it's six o'clock. I better go to sleep. I only have two hours left before the alarm goes off. Uh, nope. That didn't fucking happen. <laughs> then you try to do like that cuddle up thing to your sheet or your cover. Like you're, you're not cold or anything, but you just like try to get that comfortable position again and you can't get it. Nope. Like the, the most comfortable aspect is just the cuddle up with the, the cover sheet thing pulled up. Like, like you're hiding, right? Like, <laughs> like in your, you're in the dumbest of feeble, uh, fetal positions laying down. Laying down. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's been a week. Um, we don't have any promos for the radio store right now. So you're shit out of luck on that. I think we do have some coming up on the 6th of January, perhaps. I think, uh, I'll let you know when it gets closer because I don't have the store open right now or as far as me looking at it. It's open. You can go just, just <laughs> mix that. Whatever. Put right your head, Bo. Shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, hard. Look, I, I did. I don't have a script. All right, I'm just. This is coming off the top of my head. All right, um, but I do have two things written down. Next week, uh, we will not be having a show on Saturday. That's due to the fact that Christmas Eve is on Sunday and Christmas Day is on Monday. So to give all of the, all of us a break for the weekend, first off, and to give everybody some time to get ready for Christmas, whether that's, you know, travel to the family or presents or just get ready in general. Um, we are doing our show earlier that week, next week, which will be on December 21st. That is a Thursday. We'll be doing it even earlier in the day at 1500, 3 p.m. Eastern. We will be live and the podcast will be up for Christmas Day. Uh, it's our Christmas Day, uh, barracks talk show special, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, but that's why we're not going to have one on Saturday next week because Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. And, uh, so we're going to do it on Thursday, December 21st at 3 p.m. Eastern for those of you. Uh, who might be at home or, you know, out and about and you want to listen to us, we will be doing the Barracks Talk Christmas Show Thursday, December 21st, 1500, 3 p.m. Eastern time. Um, so tune in. Uh, hopefully most of us will be there. Um, I know Oink and JJ is going to be there. What about you, War Dog? Um, really not sure yet. I was going to say, is he muted? (laughs) Um, I don't know about recall yet. I guess Joel will be there. Um, I don't know if we're going to have anybody else on as of yet. That'll be up to all these guys uh, if they reach out to anybody or not. Uh, Speaking of shows that are coming up, December 31st. We don't know the time yet. We don't know if we're starting at 9 or 10 or 11, but we will have a barracks party, barracks talk, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day show, meaning, again, we will not have a show on December 30th. Um, hopefully, I can let you all know by the next show, December 21st show, when that show will be taking place on December 31st. 
but we'll go a little bit after midnight, <clears throat> about 10 or 15 minutes. Um, and yeah, so stay tuned for that. Um, another thing that you all need to know is on December 22nd, again, at 1503 p.m. Eastern time, we will be having a Watai Wood Turning Live Edge Bowl Turning hosted by none other than Mr. JJ himself. Uh, there's only 10 seats available, and the reason being is because he wants to be sure that he can uh, answer questions and, and, and basically have a quote-unquote personal one-on-one with those 10 people during this two and a half, uh, is it two and a half hours? Well, basically two hours, but I scheduled an extra half hour because questions do stretch things out a little. Mm-hmm. And each seat is $75. Uh, you will get a link once you pay for that seat. And honestly, for two and a half hours of instruction and being able to question him and talk to him and watch what he does, $75 is a steal. It really is. Uh, there's some people, uh, $100 for an hour and you don't even get to ask them questions. Um, so do you want to talk more about that, JJ, or is that enough or how do you want to do? Well, I mean, just, yeah, if you, if you're learning and, uh, you'd like to, uh, have a specific demonstration on turning a bowl and turning a live edge bowl at that, meaning it has the bark on it. Hopefully knock on wood. Oh no, here come the wood jokes again. Uh, <laughs> that's what we'll be doing. Um, and, and we'll be talking about design. We'll be talking about, uh, you know, there's, there's some things in the woodworking community. People who do flat work call a piece that has the edge that's underneath the bark, a live edge. Wood turners call the bark the live edge. And so we're going to have those kind of discussions. But then we're also going to talk about tool control, cutting techniques, sharpening. We're basically going to go through how to make a bowl from beginning to end. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And like I said, each seat is $75. There's only 10 seats available. And I'm guessing, correct me if I'm wrong, they can buy a seat over at WatiWoodTurning.com. That is correct. Just hit the shop button and it is the digital item. It's a live edge bowl class. Just click it. You pay the money. You get the link. You join on Friday. And I will, of course, record it. And the uh, recording will be available via a private link on YouTube, meaning only the people who paid for the class get the link to the uh, to the full video uh, once it's processed. Awesome. Awesome. And he'll be turning a complete blank from start to finish. Again, you get to ask them questions, a one-on-one session, essentially. So uh, if if that's something you're interested in or if you just want to watch him work and, and talk to him throughout the, the process, go for it. Uh, $75 again. Um, and you can get more if you feel privy to. But $75 minimum. Like I said, I've seen some of these people not even turning live. It's a recording and they want a hundred dollars or more. And it's like, really? So $75 is a steal. Um, I won't be doing it cause I want you guys to, to get in on it, obviously. <laughs> uh, but if I was one of you guys and I wasn't, if I didn't know JJ, I'd be like, yeah, that's something I want to get into. Right. Or I, I was interested in, and you can support him too, just by, by uh, purchasing the spot. Anyway, um, let's see, uh, anything else that I can think of oink? Man, I can't think of nothing. Like I said, I'm half asleep over here, so you're asking a wrong mofo. Well, you know, I, 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 can, I can think of something, you know, um, just bringing out because Oink shared it in the uh, in the chat on dvradio.net. 
I think it's pretty good. We've raised $2,185 to our $25,000 goal. I remember when that was a little bit lower, so we're doing good on that. We just, we just need to keep on working on it. So that, that's a, that's a glory report. That's a true statement. I mean, we, we can't take care of the veterans, any veterans right now until that septic system gets fixed. So, um, you know, even a $5 donation or a dollar donation or hell, just a free share. Just a yeah. simple free share goes a long way because it gets visibility and you never know who's going to look at it. You know, they may have an extra hundred bucks laying around that, you know, they want to donate to a good cause. And what other good causes, you know, the veterans taking care of other veterans, you know? Right. Absolutely. And just so you guys know that are listening, we've not been able to house any veterans at all since the septic system completely got screwed up at the DV farm. And until the septic system is fixed, we can't have the veterans. That's the issue. Um, and you're, a lot of you are still saying, yeah, but you don't need to spend 25 grand. That's too much. What you don't understand is the DV farm where the, it's sitting right now was built quite a few years ago. When it was built, it was built in a way where one, the septic uh, runs under the main house, which is where Google and six live. And then we've got the separate house, which is the vet house. Um, to fix the septic system, you have to get under the house first off, which is through concrete. That's not going to be a fun, fun task. And secondly, we have to redo this septic system up to today's code. We've had quite a few different people uh, from different various companies come look at it and they will not touch it until they are allowed to touch it and make it up to today's code. And I know a lot of people are like, yeah, but septic system code isn't that bad. You have to remember, this wasn't built in 1992. This was built way before that. (laughs) It was um, many, many decades ago. So that's the reason why we're looking at 25 to 30 grand. Um, And if we did raise the 25 grand tomorrow, it might be closer to 30 grand because right now is the frozen season. And that ground is pretty hard right now. Uh, so in the winter, it's going to be more, uh, even though other things that you have going on right now, i.e. welding, architecture, stuff like that is going to be cheaper because nobody fucking wants to do it. Uh, right. So, um, but that's why we're looking at that. Uh, if you want to donate, you can do it via dvfarm.org. Click on the donate tab. You have so many ways to give to the DV farm at dvfarm.org. You have Everything from PayPal. Then you have our donor box, which shows the $2,185 of the $25,000 goal. Um, and then you have one-time donations. You have monthly donations. You have corporate donations. You even have crypto. And our friends, our, our partners over <laughs> at Affinity Innovations, Inc. Uh, allowed us to be one of the first to add the adapt uh, embed on dvfarm.org. So if you go to dvfarm.org and then donations, and if you're a crypto user, you can scroll all the way down and you'll be able to connect your wallet through adapt, enter dvfarm. We're the only ones on there. You can uh, select the token that you want, enter the amount, send it, and then that's the money that we get from you. And we can off ramp that into cash and all that good stuff. I know a lot of people are like, Oh, but it's digital. We can off ramp it into fucking cash or we wouldn't be doing it. Um, also gamers. I know a lot of gamers love to ask, how can I help DV farm? How can I do this? How can I do that? 
you can go over to Streamlabs Charity and fundraise for the DV Farm. We even have a space on the dvfarm.org website under donations for streamers and gamers. Just click on fundraise now. You make a uh, an account on Streamlabs Charity. 100% of what you raise on Streamlabs Charity goes directly to DV Farm. And you can do that with any nonprofit that's on there. Um, we're probably going to have another gaming uh, marathon next year. We're also looking at uh, doing a poker tournament. I don't know if we'll do it with DV Farm, DV Radio, or what yet. But uh, we'll probably let Affinity uh, Innovations, who also does Affinity Protocol here on dvradio.net, we'll probably let them take lead on that, and we'll just tell them and what we need, and we'll promote it and all that good stuff. But there are so many ways to donate to the farm. It's 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 unbelievable the time that we live in today. And, and like Oink was saying, one share, that's all it takes for that one person that you don't know that is seeing that share to be like, hey, let me send you $100,000, right? God forbid that actually happens more. But it, it only takes one person, the right one person to see that share and be like, I can help them. I know people or I've got money or whatever. So do that. Either click the donor box link in the description or on the chat room or go directly to dvfarm.org and click on the node nation tab and choose how you want to give to the farm. Did I get all that out right? I think so. I think so. And, you know, Joel mentioned, you know, not much going on this week. Actually, there was something else that happened this week. In case you didn't check out uh, putting the pieces back together, uh, our buddy over there, Chris, from uh, K-Bark Soap Company was featured on their podcast this, uh, this week. Oh, Hi. you mean the, the morning that you hit me up and I was shitting my guts out? Uh, probably. <laughs> yeah, uh, probably. I think I think that day I had, I don't even think I opened up the message until like two or three o'clock in the afternoon. might've been later, but I had turned everything off, everything, TV, computer, phone, tablet, Turned it all off. I didn't look at shit. I didn't listen to shit. I just, I was hurting. I was pain. I was, <laughs> mm, let me tell you, ball. Woo. Um, but yeah. Um, let's see. I guess that's it. I guess that's it. Um, what's going on over here in the chat room? Oh, I do want to give a huge shout out to Betsy. I haven't seen them. Uh, and I believe that, uh, Google and six will be putting something 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 up on social media soon (laughs) but uh she had sent some blankets up to the farm uh for the veterans obviously we don't have veterans right now so they'll be put into storage for veterans when we get them up there i just want to give a huge shout out to her for that uh and hopefully like i said google and six will get some pictures up and thank her publicly uh on the farm page on facebook oh yeah very soon. Um, oh yeah, and you know, I tell you, with um, with all like the streaming and the reach and everything that we've been doing here lately, we got a great reply with all the stationery for the Christmas baskets. Me and Stokely and Dover went Wednesday, and we handed those to the uh, veterans at Valor. So we we accomplished that mission, guys. Very nice. Awesome. 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 Uh, God, we've got so much. Look, this is, this is that time of year where a lot of shit is going on. Um, I've got the end of the year tribute. I'm getting all these shows together. Uh, we've got a few people, 
uh, whether it's Oink, JJ, Wardog, Joel, whomever, uh, getting things ready, uh, for other things that we're doing, uh, we're reaching out to people for the last show of the year. There's so much going on at the end of the year. So if we miss anything, it's not on purpose. Uh, it's because we've got a lot of shit going on. Um, I know six and Google have been having a lot of medical issues lately. So they've not been able to get through emails and phone calls. Um, so if, if something's missed, if somebody doesn't reply to you right away, if somebody doesn't answer your phone call or has, hasn't seen your email or something like that, just know that we're not ignoring you. Okay. It's just a lot of shit's going on personally, business wise, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And as soon as we can, we will get back to you if it calls for a reply. Right. Um, I know I don't go through comments and, and all that as much as I, as, as I normally do. This year has been hell on my body. Um, I'm getting older. <laughs> um, so, so <laughs> that's are. one thing, but, um, just, well, you, well usually I've when we a, get a comment, I let you know, bro. <laughs> right. Um, I, I've had a lot of like stressors this year. Not that, you know, I have more stressors than anybody else, but, with Crohn's stress plays a huge role with like how bad it is. So when you see me like take a week off, it's because my body is fucked from the stress that it's had on it. Uh, so just know that we're not ignoring you. We're just got a lot of shit going on and yep. this is that time of the year. And that's why we played Spartan pledge, right? Oh Yeah. Yeah, I know Reddit was asking earlier how, uh, you know, Google was doing and I, I messaged him just to check in on him. And, uh, yeah, she had to make an appointment with the TBI clinic because she was doing great for a couple of days. And then all of a sudden it just hit her like a ton of bricks. Cause well, partly because it was her own fault too. She decided on Thursday that, you know, during her class, that the last class that she could do jumps, she was better and she could get up there and it must have jarred the noggin a little bit because she was, she wasn't doing too hot after the class. So, uh, yeah, she had a main appointment with the TBI clinic there at the VA. So hopefully they were able to get in there and help her out and, you know, figure some stuff out for her because, uh, yeah, kind of came back, if you know what I'm saying, the concussion. Yeah. And, and that's another thing. Um, <sighs> concussions are not to be played with. They're not to be messed with. And I know, Almost all of us have had some type of concussion, whether it was very, very low and mild or it was very extreme. Um, this is one of those that was over, over mild. I, I knew it as soon as she told me everything. I mean, she cracked her helmet falling off that horse. And when you crack your helmet, you've hit pretty fucking hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's had some really, uh, extenuating symptoms arise from it. Uh, and I, I tried to push her <laughs> quite a bit, uh, in text messages. I was like, you need to go somewhere else, get that shit checked, neurology, whatever, right? Whatever you got yep. up. There. Um, obviously she is as hard headed as the rest of us. <laughs> and, um, but I, I do hope that things are going to turn around quickly, uh, and, and turn out better for her. Also, before I forget, um, we had, we had started talking about other stuff, but go over to, um, uh, what the fuck? Let me, let me make sure. And she's going to get mad at me because I'm the one that helped her set all this up. <laughs> <laughs> 
description. So go to fightwithbetsyross.com. <laughs> Check out the, is it, is it a collection now? Betsy, correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> Cause I've, I've, I've had a few TBIs. <laughs> oh God. She's in chat. That's what I'm waiting on for those that didn't know. Um, Yes. Okay. <laughs> I was like, where's she at? <laughs> I was like, did, did, did we lose her? She does have the fight books in a collection now, a hardback collection. So go to fightwithbetsyross.com or click on DVR family and scroll down a little bit and you'll see Betsy's uh, logo. Just click on it and go over there as a collection. Now you can go get it. Go check out her website, see some of the reviews, um, and you can contact her, all that good stuff. Uh, is there anything else, Betsy, that I'm forgetting? I'm sorry about the Betsy Ross author thing. Um, <laughs> it's, it's the old one. It's the old one. I was remembering the old one. I apologize. I'll fix it in the fucking podcast. Look over me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I said I've had a few TBIs. Um, well, you know, but when you're just talking about stress, I mean, am I the only one or does everybody feel like Christmas really snuck up on us this year? Well, oh, being is all fucking broke. <laughs> yeah, after we spent 200 and some dollars on eating uh, turkey dinner. Right? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. The economy's great. <laughs> hey, it says Bidenomics. <laughs> I mean, I guess the average family is spending anywhere from fifteen hundred to two thousand a month in groceries alone, right? Because I mean, you're looking at anywhere from five to six hundred dollars a week, give or take, right? Depending on easily, yeah, oh yeah, easily. I mean, that's on the low end, right? I mean, I mean, you can't walk out of a grocery store with a full cart. Under three hundred dollars. I mean, you can't. Oh, I know. I know. I mean, one of my friends had went to the grocery store two or three weeks ago, and they showed the receipt and they showed the bag. I'm not. It was one grocery bag. The receipt wasn't long at all. It might have been eight inches long. (laughs) That's what she said. You said. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And no joke, it was over four hundred and fifty dollars. And I'm like, what the fuck did you get? Like, you had to have gotten something extra, right? No. No, they didn't. They got the bare essentials. They got a couple meats. Uh, they got a few, uh, vegetables. Um, no fruits. I think they got maybe a gallon of milk or eggs. One of the two. And I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? You know, like. Mm-hmm. And then I seen a um a a video not too long ago, and it was uh, somebody talking about um a parent getting mad at their kid for throwing eggs or something. They threw what forty cents a piece. I was like forty cents. A, that's four dollars and seventy five cents a dozen. <laughs> 
That's yeah, you math there. That's as much as a fucking gallon of gas. What the fuck? <laughs> well, don't get mad at your kids for breaking a forty cent egg. What? I'm sorry, I don't have the money to spend forty cents every time an egg is cracked because my kid wants to see the fucking yolk explode. Like, yeah, and it, it, you know it's, it's amazing. That's one thing you miss up here in Alaska is the fresh fruit and vegetables and shit. You know what I mean? Because it mm-hmm. takes a while for them to get from the lower 48 up to here. And then, you know, like you said, a dozen eggs is, is close to five bucks. Yeah. Whereas I sit there and I watch, you know, folks that I know, you know, in the lower 48, they're in, in the Midwest, you know, where I grew up and they're like, yeah, here's, here's a dozen eggs for two bucks. Well, you sons of bitches ship that shit to me. Will you? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, we're really fortunate right now. We've got chickens that lay eggs. Um, obviously they're, they're going to stop laying eggs <laughs> sooner or later, <laughs> but. It's amazing to me what we paid a few years ago for a dozen eggs or a gallon of gas or, excuse me, a pack of chicken or a pack of beef compared to the day. And, well, it's it's okay. We need this inflation. The fuck we need inflation for? Not not like this. This is not inflation. This is robbery. (laughs) And, you know. I seen somebody say, I think it's funny that we blame the government and not corporations because we know that it's all the government's fault. I'm not placing all the blame on government and I'm not placing all the blame on corporations. That being said, when you go through the links and, and hoops and shit that you have to push certain agendas that have been pushed in the last couple of years, where do you lay blame? I mean, it ain't the small businesses because the small businesses don't want to charge you five, six hundred dollars for a simple piece. I know JJ doesn't want to spend, uh, charge people five hundred dollars for a simple bowl. But when you look at time and materials and all that, and then you look at what you have to pay out, you have to bring a profit in somewhere. Like that's a livelihood, right? And I, and I really can't stand, stand the way people look at economics. I really can't. Like, am I wrong? <laughs> like, yeah. Bradley Jackson says that they are, they buy 60 eggs at a time and it's around like 15 bucks. So you're exactly right. That, that price is absurd. That's obscene. Yeah, I used to get boxes of sixty eggs, five dozen eggs, for six ninety five at Walmart four years ago. I mean, three ninety seven four years ago for mm-hmm. sixty eggs, three ninety seven. I mean, Bidenomics is not working. It's just some bullshit. Yeah. Well, it's not. Well, it's just like they've had to, they've had to halt production on EVs. And for those that don't know, that's electric vehicles. And look, I am not against electric vehicles. I'm not. I don't think the majority of people are against them. However, when you're trying to push to buy something that's not going to last you longer than what a normal product is, you're not going to spend that amount of money on it because you're going to have to re up it every couple of years. And not too long ago, Europe tried to do the exact same thing that Bidenomics is doing with vehicles. Everybody needs to turn in their gas car and buy an EV. Well, Rowan Atkinson spoke out against it. And he was like me. He's always been into technology. He was one of the first people to have an EV back in the day in the uh, late 90s. And he is very, very, very intelligent, like 
let's not even look at his college. Mm-hmm. Let's just look at how intelligent as a person he is, right? And for those that don't know, Rowan Atkinson is Mr. Bean. <laughs> Bean. <laughs> anyway, he was speaking about the pros and cons of EV and combustible engine vehicles. What he basically said is the price you put into an EV is going to be five to six times more in a two-year period than it is going to be a combustible engine vehicle that you're going to have 10, 20, 30 years because of the longevity of the batteries, the parts of an EV, uh, see, et, cetera, that's, et, cetera, et cetera, That's the whole point right now. I am, unlike you, Bo, I'm a fucking thousand, 15,000, whatever, against yeah. electric vehicles. Right. There is not an electric vehicle that can stand the fucking Alaska temperatures. They're not. I mean, extreme cold and extreme heat is shit on batteries. They eat them up. I mean, if you're in a yep. desert, your fucking batteries take a shit. If you're in a fucking extreme cold of Alaska, the batteries take a shit. Then you go mm-hmm. and you look at the size of the mines that it takes to the, the mine, the copper, the nickel, the lithium, and all that shit is 15 to 20 size the times of an oil rig. Mm-hmm. And, and and the thing is, you're, they don't fill those mines back in. So now you got this gaping fucking hole in the earth. I don't know. Don't get yeah. me started. I am totally just against them. That's just me. That's my personal opinion. <laughs> You're completely right. I'm I'm so with you on this. this. There's a there's a company called Edison Motors in uh, Saskatchewan, I think, and they are taking a brilliant um, approach to the electric vehicle, and that is this: what they're doing is they're retrofitting already existing semis with a diesel generator and batteries. And the generator charges the batteries. And it's more efficient because rather than uh, running, see, see your diesel pickup truck, your diesel pickup truck runs through the whole band of uh, uh, RPM, right? And torque and power and everything. Whereas if you use a diesel generator to charge batteries, it runs at one single RPM. It runs extremely clean, so clean, in fact, that you can just inhale the exhaust. It won't make you sick. You can breathe that exhaust. It burns so clean. Charges the batteries, and it has electric motors on each axle, which is a thousand times more efficient than a traditional diesel uh, truck. It's a brilliant idea. But again, the environmental impact of the batteries is still the problem. Until we find a way Mm -hmm. to make batteries that isn't destroying the planet in third world countries where, oh, we can't see it from here, which is some bullshit. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I'm completely with. That's basically the American uh, attitude about it. Well, you can't see it from here. Yeah, if it's not in their backyard, they don't fucking worry about it. I mean, it's China's that that's exactly what I was going to say. Um, is that I'm completely with Oink on this mining endeavor of of luxury. That's that's essentially what it is, right? Because ninety some percent of what we have in America is mined. It literally is. Yep. And then not only that, we're not the richest country by any means. It's it's China. It really is China. Because where is all the manufacturing happening? The majority of manufacturing is China. Like, look at your products. Show me how many products in your house right now 
are made in China. Cause I guarantee you more of your products are made in China or some, some part of Asia than any other part of the world. <laughs> well, even your vehicles, you know, yeah, it's, it's a, you know, mm-hmm. it's assembled in America. Yeah. Well, guess what? The fucking parts were made everywhere, but fucking America. Exactly. That's I, I'd seen somebody say, uh, uh, there's this keyboard that I was looking at, um, not because I wanted to buy it, but I was looking at stuff and I was looking at, uh, uh, things that were, for lack of a better term, nostalgic. Um, but, uh, it said assembled in America. And I was like, well, that's great. Where is it actually made at? And no joke, all but one part is made in China. The other part is made in Japan. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> go figure. What? <laughs> right. And that, that was the big, uh, issue that Xbox had there for a few years was that they were saying that it was assembled in America and uh, they couldn't say that they got sued for it because assembled in America means a percent of the product is actually put together here in this country from parts from other around the world. Excuse me. And I think they, they didn't even come close. I think they were like 10 or 15% away from being able to say assembled in America. Excuse me. God, I should not be drinking Coke right now. Um, but yeah, anyway, uh, this, uh, it, it's, it's been an impact. It really has. Uh, and I feel sorry for those that, um, don't have a stable job or a stable income or, or have, have lost jobs or whatever due to the redundant idiocy that has fallen upon us. I, I really do. I feel sorry. Oh, yeah. Those people, if I could, I would help them in a hot second. Um, I got a feeling, you know, uh, Professor Lincoln that's in chat, he's going to be, he's going to be feeling it here soon when they, they mandate this electric vehicle shit down there in California, especially yeah. with the trucks, you know, the truckers, because there, there ain't a single truck driver that I know that fucking likes these electric fucking trucks. Other I mean, than what, the kids, no. Yeah. I mean, I mean, hell, they hate the fucking blue death bullshit they got to put in fucking these new trucks, let alone, you know, fucking electric ones. So I and the thing is, it's, it's going to hurt them in the long run when it comes to either grocery prices, you name it. It's going to affect fucking everything in California. Yeah. And the thing about going, quote unquote, green, whatever that might mean to you. We can't get rid of fossil fuel, no matter how you look at it, it is absolutely impossible to be rid of fossil fuel. It, it can't happen. It will not happen because you have to have some sort of fossil fuel to run something electric. It, I don't care whether it's to create it, whether it's to actually run it. You have to have fossil fuel somewhere in that chain to make it viable. You have to. It's a proven fact. Like it's, it's, an impossibility to get rid of fossil fuel, at least mm-hmm. for the time being, right? At least the way the technology is for the, at least the next few decades, maybe in a hundred years, I don't fucking know, but yep. at, least, at least in our lifetime. Exactly. I mean, until the, to the, you know, the batteries become a little bit more, um, how would you say hold their charge a lot longer to, to, to well, actual- not becoming hazardous waste to, you know, you name it. There's actually a company, and I can't think of the name of the company, but they are working on a hydrogen battery. And I know people are like, whoa, hydrogen bomb. And no, 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 no. It literally is, is, is run off of salt water. Like it's, it's cells or salt water. That's it. It's conducted 
through hydrogen and salt water. <laughs> like that. It's amazing. Um, it's not viable right now because of how large these motherfuckers have to be <laughs> to run something small. But if we had that in the next five to 10 years, imagine what we could do with that technology, right? I mean, technology yep. is ever evolving. Uh, 3D printers, when they first came out, could barely make a spoon. And now look at it. I mean, we've, we've actually got people. Yep. Well, and then you got to invest in the infrastructure as well. I mean, you can't Mm -hmm. mandate these fucking electric vehicles if you don't have the infrastructure and the charging stations and what have you to fucking support them. I mean, it makes no sense. You're putting the fucking cart before the horses again. Yeah. Fucking idiot. Yeah. I say that out loud. My bad. (laughs) Yeah. And, and you know, um, is there, is our Fed listening tonight, Bo? Uh, probably. I don't know. I haven't looked. Actually, no. Uh, I, was just, I, was, I was just sent you a message, Bo. I got a. I have the uh, recall of like how many we have on TikTok, how many have we on X, how many listeners we have. We've we've got a lot of people tonight, so they might be listening. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I tell you what, I'll pay you a Fed if you go slap somebody at the White House. I'm just telling you. I mean, I'll bribe you. I ain't scaring you. I'll bribe you. Right. Uh, before I forget. Um, Yesterday, because we're a little behind, because life likes to fuck us in the ass. Um, yesterday, the uh, second episode of Bullets, Blades, and Hooks dropped on YouTube and DV Radio. It was with Camp Hero Kentucky. Uh, Sergeant Wardog, you want to talk a little bit about that really quick? Sure, sure. Uh, this episode happened to involve a first responder. Um, the, um, leader or director of Camp Hero in Kentucky is a former police officer that was injured in the line of duty. And, uh, after sustaining his injuries, he decided to get into the outdoors and then to open a camp, uh, for hunting and, uh, camping and fishing, uh, in Kentucky. And he, uh, takes out veterans as well as first responders. Yeah. Awesome. Sorry. I was, I was sending the links and show and I was muted out. I didn't want all the clickety clackety clackety clickety going up. Um, I haven't got to watch it or listen to it yet because like I said, we were behind, uh, our, 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 uh, production right now. And I, 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 just didn't get to listen to it or watch it. I will probably be doing that tomorrow. Um, please go watch it, listen to it. You can listen to it on DV Radio's podcast, wherever podcast uh, you listen to them at. Um, and then you can go to the Bullets, Blades, and Hooks YouTube channel and watch the actual uh, episode if you would like to do that as well. Um, again, it's Bullet Blades and Hooks, Season 1, Episode 2, Camp Hero, Kentucky. You can go to CampHeroKY.org to find out more about them as well. Um, Frosty in the chat saying, BBH was another great show last night. <laughs> I love the way he done that. <laughs> like, he literally wrote, BBH was another great show, period. Last night, period. <laughs> Only a fucking frozen snowman could do that. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Marines, man. Fucking oh, yeah, you see what I work with every night. I mean, uh- <laughs> um, also, if you want to hear or list or watch the first episode, 
of Bullets, Blades, and Hooks uh, is Season 1, Episode 1, Take of That Fishing. Um, again, TV Radio Podcast and the Bullets, Blades, and Hooks YouTube channel. They are also, uh, their video is also through the Bullets, Blades, and Hooks Spotify, so you can go watch it there as well. All right, let's go around the proverbial circle table <laughs> for the end of the show, uh, and let's get the hell out of here. Uh, like I said, everybody, next week we will be doing our show on December 21st. That's Thursday, December 21st. It's the Barrett's Talk Christmas Show at 1503 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And please go to wataiwoodturning.com and get your seat to watch Mr. JJ turn a live edge bowl next Friday, December 22nd at 3 p.m. Eastern time. So let's go around the round table. Joel from MBR radio last words for our listeners live or on podcast. Uh, you know what? If it, if it seems like tomorrow or today is really, really having a bad day, remember it always gets better on the wake up. Just, just give it one more day. Yep, yep, yep. Sometimes, unless you got Crohn's and it's fucking (laughs) flare and your ass is like, no more wiping. I'm raw. Um, (laughs) Why do I feel that? I mean, I kind of feel that this week. (laughs) Oh, do I need to get a Hello Tushy for Christmas? Nope, I'm good. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Let's go over to Mr. JJ. December's a rough time of year. I want to tell a quick story. Uh, I was headed at the beginning of the month to uh, Winston-Salem to uh, go vend at that last show. And I drove past an active barricade situation with the house surrounded by police, police out of their cars with their rifles pointed at the, at the building. And that kicked me in the gut because uh, that's what happened to Bob. And... So the lesson here is, look, um, it's, it's very, very stressful for all of us right, to, right now. Prices are up absurd amounts for something that we didn't even worry about four years ago. Uh, we have absolutely ludicrous shit going on in the Capitol like shooting sex tapes in the chambers in the house. I mean, what the hell is happening to our country? And it is way too easy right now to let the stress overwhelm you and end up in the situation where there are police cars surrounding your house, rifles pointed at your front door. Um, You know, Bob, my best friend, we've heard this story. Bob's going to spend the rest of his life in prison. Bob's going to die in prison. He's in his 60s. He got a 24-year sentence and has been labeled a menace to society and is in the high-security wing of the prison. He's not going to get paroled. And all he, could, all, he, all he needed to do to avoid that happening was reach for his phone instead of his 45. So, yeah, we're all struggling. It is stressful as hell. It is tough right now. But it's not so tough that you reach for your pistol instead of your phone. Reach out. Talk to uh, somebody. Dial 988. Do something. But don't be Bob. 
We love Bob. Don't be a Bob. We do. Absolutely love Bob. He's my best friend in the whole world. But I'll never get to sit down and have a cup of coffee with him again. Yep. Because he needs for his pistol instead of his phone. And, you know, he and I have had this discussion. and We've had a conversation about how things may he, you know, how we could have done things different. And he realizes that he made the wrong choice. Um, you know, and, and he definitely regrets making the choices that he made, but now he's got the consequences. Yep. So don't do, don't let the holidays get you to that place. Yeah. It's not worth it. Exactly. And as, as, as bad as it is, we do have our funny moment where we say he is the mean, don't be Bob. Because, yeah, don't, don't be Bob. <laughs> we love him. Um, but yeah, that's, it's, it's a trying time, not just the holidays, but just the season in general, right? Because it, for whatever reason, <laughs> cold makes us all depressed. <laughs> Except for some weird people. Uh, I love the cold. Can't wait. Why I live in Alaska, Bo, don't you know? (laughs) 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 Fucking Dave Libby, speaking of social, he's in Finland right now. And he he, uh, put up some some, uh, beautiful, gorgeous pictures the other day. Uh, Obviously, it's snowy and all that. But fuck that. Like he said, we stood out there long enough to take the picture and went back in. <laughs> I was like, I bet your ass you did. <laughs> he lives in Washington state originally. So yeah, I bet his ass was back in the house as quick, fast and in a hurry as he went click. <laughs> uh, Sergeant Wardog, last thoughts for our listeners live or on podcast, brother. Yes. If you happen to run into any form of mental health crisis, do not be ashamed or afraid to dial 988. Choose option one. Uh, just as I had to, do not ever be ashamed or afraid to use the digits 988. Choose option one. If you're having a mental health crisis, have a great week. Salute. Absolutely. Speaking of reaching out, Mr. Oink, what you got for us? Hey, we started the show with smart pledge and the words are simple. Words are, I will not take my life by my own hand until I talk to my battle buddy first. My mission is to find a mission to help my warfighter family. Folks, you are our warfighter family. So if you need to help, reach out to us. We will try and get you in contact with the folks that uh, you need. And if uh, you need to do it on your own, I'm going to recommend 100% ObjectiveZero.org. Check those folks out. There's ambassadors standing by 24-7, another member of the military, a veteran, uh, you can choose by sex. You can choose. And yes, there's only two. You can choose by MOS. You can choose by, you know, branch of service. There's people willing to talk to you. And that's the biggest thing. Reach out and talk to somebody, folks. There's always somebody willing to listen. Objectivezero.org. Check them out. Have that on your phone. It's a great tool to have in your back pocket. On the other side of that, and I'll wrap this up really quick. On the other side of that. Reach out to people and check on them. Yes, sir. I don't care what their Facebook says. I don't care what their Twitter or their Instagram or their clipcock says. Reach out to them. I don't care if they look all happy, lovey, dovey, smiling, they're this, that. Reach out to them. Make sure they're okay. Seriously. The biggest mistake you can do is to think that somebody's happy and they're not. Because nine times out of ten, it's just a mask that they're wearing to get through the day. 
We love each and every one of you. We appreciate all of you tuning in. We appreciate your support. We thank you for purchasing stuff, either DV Radio, DV Farm, Sergeant War Dog, PTS Dog, uh, Betsy Ross, Change Against uh, Change Unchained, or DV Against DV. We thank you. We truly do. Please don't forget, next week, December 21st, Barracks Talk Christmas Show at 1500, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on WDVRDVRadio.net. For everybody that's here, JJ, Sergeant Wardog, Joel from MBR Radio, and Oik, I'm Bonerwood. You just heard Barracks Talk right here on WDVRDVRadio.net. Until next week, fucksicles. Bye-bye. Hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. Oh, oh. Good boy.